Hey, good morning and welcome to Big Fish Small Pod. If you're listening to this after the morning, I apologize. I'm very much in it. So, today's Friday. Uh, I'm A.T. Werdahl. I've been covering the season along with Daniel Rodriguez on Big Fish Small Pod, both like jumping in at a semi-regular basis, pretty much going beat by beat throughout this Marlins 2021 year as the season is trying to the close yeah the close the time of year where we know change is coming and change has already happened it's this middle point of figuring out where you are um really uh elucidating comments that i found uh on twitter ethan badowski full credit he tweeted Don Mattingly that the plan from up above was to see all catchers and evaluate what they have. Per Don Mattingly. Donnie says if one of them takes control with their performance, they may get a longer look. Uh, I call that out as a comment because it is a public admission that the Marlins made a decision not about wins and losses, but about evaluating the catchers to see what they have. They aren't looking to right now. They want to know what they have so they can get to the point they want in the future. It's, I mean, to me, practically a public admission that the season is no longer about winning. So I'm going to be tracking moves from here on out just fully across the winter. Um, and in doing that, really where the Marlins organization was in action last night was in Jacksonville. As uh, Pablo Lopez and Max Meyer have joined the Jacksonville clubhouse, Max Meyer not yet on the roster. It was seeing just the the optics of that are that Pablo Lopez is pretty much an outsider to the AAA roster. Max Meyer is pretty much an outsider to the AAA roster. So there's so much room for them two to just get together and find familiarity. To me, it, it feels like a sort of like skipping the line moment for Max, where he's certainly bound for AAA in the near future. He'll probably pitch there before the year is out. It's hard to look at 2022 and, you know, have to imagine that Max will be up at some point. So that kind of brings us to the game. Um, Pablo Lopez had a rehab start for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp facing the Memphis Redbirds Cardinal affiliate. Um, to start the game, Pablo basically got pinched on the corners, um, but like found his groove, uh, recorded a flyout for the first out. Then Nolan Gorman doubled, a name you've probably heard, and rightfully so. A pretty talented prospect got around on Pablo Lopez, who then struck out Juan Yepes, got Justin Williams to fly out quickly through the first. In the second, um, he got through it without much of a fuss. So there was a fielding error that got Evan Mendoza on base, so Pablo mostly pitched with runners on base. He got a strikeout of Connor Capel, then got Dennis Ortega to ground out. Evan Mendoza, who reached on the fielding error, was caught stealing. So, 
Pablo was through his two innings cleanly. As the game really continued, uh, the Marlin Marlins affiliate got a little bit of work done in the fourth inning. Uh, Lorenzo Quintana homered on a fly ball just to left center. Um, and the Marlins kept that going as Isan Diaz walked. Connor Justice actually got him home with a single after a pass ball had brought Isan into scoring position. The Marlins led 2-0 until the eighth inning. In the eighth, Austin Pruitt came into pitch for the Jumbo Shrimp, and he wasn't great. He gave up four runs. Three of those were unearned runs, so not necessarily fully a demerit to Austin Pruitt, who's, you know, made it up to the major leagues and had it like a good bit of time. He's been like in that conversation throughout the year. Really like, yeah, just a field and error by Joe Dunand really cost him there. As uh, Justin Williams facing Tommy Eveld, who came in to replace Austin Pruitt with the bases loaded, hit a grand slam to put Memphis up five to two in the eighth inning. Bottom of the eighth, suddenly down three. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp were struck down, just like cleanly Isan Diaz strike out, Joe Dunand struck out, Connor Justice struck out. Pretty brutal inning by Angel Rondon of the Memphis Redbirds. So it was on to the ninth, and in that ninth, there, you know, a little bit of trouble still. Uh, Tommy Eveld gave up a leadoff single before getting a strikeout. Then uh, Rob Zastrinsky, who I... Zastrini, a name I've never been able to pronounce, came in to replace him, struck out Nick Plummer, but allowed a single to uh, Raider Escano enough to get Memphis another insurance run. Bottom of the ninth, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp down six to two. Connor Jones came into pitch for the Memphis Redbirds. He's a 26 year old pitcher about to be 27 on the 10th of October. So, you know, at, at this point of his career, he's pretty maxed out for where his natural talent and ability is where he was gonna get. It's for him a matter of making those adjustments perhaps, or putting in some more work to just level up a bit and make the major leagues after spending the entire year at AAA. Last night, game starts, bottom of the ninth, he's in four consecutive balls to Brian Navarretto to walk the leadoff batter. Devin Marrero came through with a double, brought Brian Navarretto to third, and then with two men in scoring position, Brian Miller, first pitch single, scored a run. You start to see some momentum. Peyton Burdick, batting next, uh, took a first pitch ball, then smacked a double on the ground to left. Devin Moreira scored Brian Miller to third, two men on for Monte Harrison, who hit a single himself on the ground to pitcher Connor Jones. Brian Miller scored, Peyton Burdick made it to third. And at this point, the Marlins 
affiliate had made it all the way around to that pitcher spot. Uh, earlier in the game, they had made a decision to pinch it for Lorenzo Quintana, who's been a hot hitter. He had a home run earlier in the game. But because the Marlins had found themselves so far behind, and that fourth spot was the last batter up next, Lorenzo Quintana wasn't there in the fourth spot. Rob Zestrini was there in the fourth spot. I found it compelling, just like I learned that basically baseball teams, there's, there's a limit there where if you get far enough behind, you have to kind of like downgrade your roster to try to like maximize it in moments. It's, it's like a self-afflicted wound. You, you, teams will make themselves weaker as they get further behind. You know, makes it harder to catch up later, but it didn't matter. So in this like critical moment, Peyton Burdick at third, Dustin Fowler pinch hitting, Connor Jones now out of the game for Johan Kiazza. Kazada is how you say that, I think. Dustin Fowler, Sacrifice Flies, scored Peyton Burdick. The game is now tied 6-6 for Isan Diaz, who came through with a double to score Monte Harrison and win the game. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp now have 72 wins on the year, closing in on the AAA, like the Marlins AAA affiliate record of 78 wins on the year. The Marlins organization is still in an unprecedented position. Literally, if their AAA team is better than it's ever been, it feels like confirmation that what we're looking at is the deepest a Marlins organization has ever been. So for now, on this off day in fall, it's a matter of putting pieces together and moving forward. So today, the Marlins will face the Tampa Bay Rays. David Robertson will get the start, likely an opener for Tampa in St. Pete. And Edward Cabrera will get the start for Miami. Fish Stripes Live will be with you, um, talking about the series against the Rays. Talking a bit about Jose, too. Um, yeah, it is that time of year. So, um, for... The podcast, Big Fish, I am A.T. Werdahl. I'll be with you. We'll be with you next week.